Blog Talk Radio.
the information station that's waking up the nation. High Frequency Radio Network. Sync up. Always got to give a shout out to the big brother, Uncle Juicy. 
<laughs> That's my guy, man. Straight up, man. Uh, welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. Check out the PDF section. You find all the, you know, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can make a donation. You can also book a consultation. All from the same spot. And that is welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all you live listeners out there. Peace. I want to say peace to all the live callers, as well as all the live internet listeners. I want to say peace to all the archive listeners. Y'all checking out the show right now, you know, on the archive. It's not live, but for me, it's all the same. So I want to say peace to you, as well as the podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, however you're checking out the show. Peace. Salute. I want to say peace to all the trustees, those in trustee training, as well as all of those investing in their private education. I also want to say peace to anyone we've done business with in the private foundation or high frequency, as well as peace to anyone who sent an email, well wishes, current event, you know, tidbit, little piece of info. You know all of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, let's get into the show. I'm looking. I'm looking at these current events real quick. We're gonna jump into this. You know how we do, and we're gonna jump into the show. So, got a great show lined up. You know, as far as you know, this this whole I'm private now. What? Just, you know. Let's get it together. But first and foremost, you know, first current event I want to talk about is the Department of Homeland Security strategy adds white supremacy to a list of threats. This is NBC News. This is back in September. So I missed this for the first time since it was formed after the 9-11 attacks. The Department of Homeland Security is adding white supremacist violence to its list of priority threats in a revised counterterrorism strategy issued Friday. This is the last, you know, obviously this is, you know, this is the last month, but nonetheless, quote, the, the continuing menace of racially based Violent extremism, particularly white supremacist extremism, is an abhorrent affront to our nation, the struggle and unity of its diverse population and the core values of both our society and our department. This is Kevin McLeanan. Kevin McLeanan, the acting Homeland Secretary in a speech at the Brookings Institute in Washington. Department of Homeland Security stepping up is focused on what McLean called targeted violence in which an attacker selects a target in advance, driven by hate, racism, and anti-Semitism, I'm sorry, anti-Semitism, have fueled recent attacks of African-American churches, Jewish synagogues, and public places in California and Texas. 
The shooting at the Walmart in El Paso hit Department of Homeland Security particularly hard. Six of the victims were family members of the Department of Homeland Security employees. Quote, the majority of our El Paso team working to protect our nation, uphold the rule of law and care for vulnerable migrants arriving at our border is Hispanic, he said. While protecting the nation from foreign-inspired and or directed terror attacks, Remains a core Homeland Security mission. McLean said recent mass shootings have galvanized the Department of Homeland, Homeland Security to expand its counterterrorism mission focus beyond terrorists operating abroad to include those radicalized to violence within our borders by violent ex- extremists of an ideology. The revised strategy said DHS would seek to better analyze the nature and extent of the domestic terror threat and share information with local law enforcement to help prevent attacks. The government will also do more to discourage technology companies from hosting websites that spread radical hate. That's on NBC. You know, hey, whatever. But something to pay attention to, you know, in my opinion. And on top of that, you know, regardless whether or not they're talking about white supremacists, they're talking about focusing terror efforts on American soil. And I think that, you know, ultimately that statement right there should raise at least one eyebrow of everybody, regardless of your skin color. Because that, you know, it could be indicative of you know, some other type of movements, you know, overall. So let me move forward, man. Let me get the next uh, current event, you know what I'm saying? Let me go on to, I think we can go on Bloomberg. Bloomberg, economics, Americans are unhappy at work after years of economic gains. The economy has added millions of jobs and pay gains have accelerated in recent years, but Americans aren't crazy about their work. A poll released Wednesday showed just 40% of employed Americans say they're in good jobs versus 44% in mediocre jobs and 16% in bad jobs. How respondents ranked the quality of their job had a strong correlation with their quality of life. 79% 79% of workers in good jobs report a high quality of life versus only a third of those in bad jobs. The Gallup survey of 6,633 working adults to assess their current job on 10 dimensions of job quality, such as benefits, pay, and job security. More important aspects, as ranked by the respondent, were weighted more heavily in the final five-point score. A good job is a score of four or above. A bad job reflects a score of three or below. About two-thirds of those making 143000 or more a year in the top 10% of incomes categorize their job as good, while less than a third of those making less than 24000 said the same. Overall, just about half of workers are satisfied with their current pay, but this differs greatly by income. of those in the top 10% of income bracket were satisfied with their level of pay. That compares to less than half of those with incomes in the bottom half, which is is less than $24,000, which is most people, honestly, making 
less than $24,000. Fewer than two-thirds of respondents said their pay has increased in the last five years, further underscoring how the record-long expansion has been uneven across income levels. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has emphasized the need to sustain the economy's growth so that, quote, the strong job market reaches more of those left behind, end quote. As the labor market has tightened, companies have complained about a lack of qualified workers and job postings currently exceed the number of unemployed Americans. Yet no more than 37% saw an improvement in a single aspect of work besides pay over the last five years, according to the report, which was funded by Lumina Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and a few others. About a fourth of Americans saw an improvement in their employee benefits, while only a third were enjoying their day-to-day work more. Looking across demographics, the study found race, ethnicity, and gender to be strongly correlated with job quality. Hmm. Big surprise. Black women were most likely to say they work in bad jobs at 31%. White, non-Hispanic men, followed by white, non-Hispanic women, were least likely to be disappointed by job quality. Hispanic men and black women were the most likely to be disappointed. Asian workers who had higher levels of income and education than white Americans expressed lower job quality than white respondents. Something to think about. That's on Bloomberg. Y'all can check that out. That's on Bloomberg again. New York Fed boosts repo operations to quell month month and pressures. Federal Reserve increased the sizes of both its overnight and term repurchase agreement operations to smooth out potential volatility in the funding markets at the end of the month with signs of pressure already emerging. The New York Fed will offer at least $120 billion of financing at its overnight repo operation as of Thursday, up from $75 billion according to its website. It will offer at least $45 billion at its 14-day term actions on October 24th and October 29th which is $10 billion more than previously. The increased size of the term operations will cover the October 10th offering that matures Thursday, as there is about $42.6 billion rolling off. It makes perfect sense, as they're hoping not to use any special large-term repo operations in order to deal with month end. This is, wow, somebody Goldberg, G. Goldberg, I'm not even going to try that name, senior rate strategist at TD Securities. Their modus operandi has been to smooth out some of the maturities in term repo, which is why they made it more regular. The central bank is injecting liquidity into the funding market since September 17th, when the rate on overnight general collateral repo jumped 10% from around 2%. The Fed has also begun buying treasury bills to add reserves into the system. These efforts have mostly calmed Repo rates, most mostly calm them, calm them. It's mostly cool. It's not um, QE though. Don't worry about it. This isn't quantitative easing. Um, sorry, easing. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Moving forward, still on Bloomberg. This is the last one on Bloomberg. Ford cuts profit outlook on a higher incentive and warranty costs. Ford Motor Company cut its full year forecast by 500 million. And the latest sign, an $11 billion restructuring by Chief Executive Officer Jim Hackett will take more time before a promised payoff. The profit warning comes after a rocky quarter for the automaker, 
with North American profit margin edging down due in part to plunging sales of its cash cow Explorer sport utility vehicle following a bungled launch. That's the latest headache for Hackett, who is aiming to reverse Ford's fortunes by cutting thousands of jobs, refreshing an aging SUV lineup, and ditching sedans. I lied. Ford slashes 7,000 jobs as sweeping disruption hits automakers. That's the last one on Bloomberg. Reuters. Some U.S. electronics factories start layoffs as trade tariffs hit. It's on Reuters. U.S. electronics factories are investing less in showing, I'm sorry, slowing hiring or laying off workers in some cases due to the rising cost of trade tariffs, according to an industry survey set for release Today, the IPC, a global electronic industries trade association, found that nearly a third of all the dollar value of what its members with U.S. operations import has been hit by increased costs from the protracted U.S.-China trade war. The electronics industry has increasingly sourced raw materials, components, and manufacturing equipment from Chinese factories. They are then assembled into final products ranging from control panels for tractors to medical imaging machines in factories um, closer to customers, including the United States. The survey from IPC based in Bannockburn, Illinois, found that one in five companies with U.S. operations said they were investing less in the United States due to new tariffs. About 13% said they were cutting hiring or reducing headcount. Sean Dubrovic went on to say it seems clear that loss of profitability is impacting the ability of these companies to invest in the United States. He's IPC's chief economist. Dubrovic said many association firms had indicated they were leaving China, but it doesn't appear from the results that a lot of that is flowing back to the United States. Rather, the focus is moving to other low-cost countries, including Vietnam, Malaysia, in Thailand, he said. Brad Heath, chief executive at Fertex in Austin, Texas, said he paid over $200,000 in tariffs for Chinese electronics last month on behalf of his clients. Vertex is a contract manufacturer, which means it assembles parts into sub-assemblies for bigger companies. It can usually pass costs to, to final customers, he said, but our customers don't have that ability, he added. So someone is suffering margin erosion. That's not good for that's not good for companies. I'm gonna move on. Reuters <clears throat> forecast points to deepening Illinois budget deficit. It's going on all over. Illinois' budget deficit will top three billion, and its pile of overdue bills will hit a new record high by fiscal 2025 if the state's unsatiable tax structure remains in place, according to five-year forecast released today by the governor's budget office. The Economic and Fiscal Policy Report said the state's general fund deficit is projected to steadily grow over five years to $3.2 billion, with the unpaid bill backlogged ballooning to $19.2 billion. It also showed annual pension contributions climbing to $9.65 billion in fiscal 2025 from $8.1 billion in current fiscal year. Illinois has the lowest credit ratings among states due to its 
$133.5 billion in unfunded pension liabilities and a chronic structural budget deficit. Its bill backlog reached a record high of $16.67 billion in 2017 due to a budget impasse. The report pointed to the need for money and more money, preferably from Governor J.B. Pritzker's, quote, fair tax plan to avoid draconian budget cuts. The Democratic governor's plan would replace Illinois' flat income tax rate with graduated rates that tax higher earners more to generate $3.6 billion in additional annual revenue. Without structural change, changes like the fair tax, Illinois will continue to struggle to make ends meet, pay our bills on time, and deliver vital services like public education and public safety, Prisker said in a statement. State lawmakers earlier this year took action to place a constitutional amendment for graduated tax rates on the November 2020 ballot. If voters reject the move, Illinois would have to cut spending on many essential services by about 15% or increase the flat income tax rate, according to the report. That's why people are fleeing Illinois in droves. It's too bad, really. At CNBC, to retire at 65, millennials will need to save nearly half of their paycheck. You think that's possible? You think that's sustainable? If you think the standard recommendation to put in 15% of your paycheck towards retirement is impossible to achieve, Get ready for an even bigger hurdle. At least one retirement expert expert thinks that numbers should be much higher. Millennials should aim to set aside nearly half of their income for the future, according to Olivia Mitchell, professor of insurance and risk management and business economics and public policy and executive director of Wharton's Pension Research Council at the University of Pennsylvania. If you want to live off even half of your final salary in retirement, you need to save 40% of your income over the next 30 years. How realistic is that? That calculation, which is based off academic research from an MIT economist, takes into account a few assumptions. The biggest is that you want to retire at 65. That's not much of a stretch. About a third of millennials say to expect to retire between the age of 65 and 69. According to a recent Eero price survey, however, 43% of the millennials say they actually expect to retire earlier. Yet about half of millennials are planning to contribute less than 6% of their income to a 401k this year. The T. Rowe price survey found only about one in five are currently saving more than 15% of their income. The second major assumption is that investment returns over the next few decades aren't going to match the historical returns Americans have enjoyed previously. Quote, most people are not told by financial advisors that their future returns will likely be much lower than in the past, and their future taxes will likely be much higher, Mitchell tells CNBC. Other experts agree. The economists at investing giant Vanguard predict that over the next 10 years, Annual U.S. stock market returns will likely average 3 to 5%. When you factor in inflation, which luckily Vanguard predicts will be below 2%, 
the real rate of return is expected to be under 3%. Morningstar Investment Management predicts an even more meager return, 1.8% over the next 10 years for U.S. stocks before adjusting for inflation. Meanwhile, perhaps the most pessimistic outlook comes from Boston-based asset management firm GMO, which expects real returns of negative 3.6% for U.S. large-cap stocks and negative 1% for small-cap. It also is worth noting that the 40% retirement savings rate calculation does not take into account Social Security's looming shortfall. If Congress does nothing, the agency's funds will only be able to pay out about 80% by 2025, but many experts are betting that reforms will happen. Mm. I'm going to leave it at that And I'm going to jump into the CNBC gold gains on Brexit jitters Market eyes the Fed meeting Gold rose today as some investors sought refuge in the metal After UK lawmakers pushed the pause button on Brexit While expectations of further monetary easing by central banks lent further support The uncertainties around Brexit and the concerns around the impact it could have on global growth are still keeping investors focused on gold. This is Suki Cooper, precious metals analyst at Standard Chartered Bank. EU leaders today considered whether to give Britain a three-month Brexit extension. And Prime Minister Boris Johnson said that if they do so, he would call an election by Christmas. However... There are still plenty of hurdles left in Johnson's ability to deliver on do-or-die pledge to get Britain out of the EU by October 31st is in doubt after that. Meanwhile, Chinese Vice Foreign Minister, meanwhile, the Chinese Vice Foreign Minister said yesterday Beijing and Washington had achieved some progress in trade talks. The protracted trade conflict between the countries has rattled financial markets and stirred global recessionary fears. Investors currently awaited the U.S. Federal Reserve's month-end meeting where it is expected to reduce its benchmark. Is that the word that's tripping me up? Interest rate for the third time in a row. Federal fund futures implied that traders see 91% chance for a 25% basis point rate cut by the central bank. While increasing stimulus for larger central banks will be bullish for gold, in the longer term, the metal has recently struggled because of mixed signals from, sped, uh, from Fed speakers. Platinum's up, silver's up. Reuters, Amazon buys healthcare startup Health Navigator. Amazon said today it bought healthcare, healthcare startup Health Navigator, its second purchase in the healthcare services industry. The deal comes after the company acquired online pharmacy pill pack last year, pitting itself against drugstore chains, drug distributors, and pharmacy benefit managers. The company said the acquisition is part of its new employee offering, Amazon Care, where employees of the e-commerce giant will be able to receive fast-paced access to healthcare facilities without having to make appointments. Health Navigator was founded in 2014 and provides preliminary and final diagnosis and treatments on its digital platform. Companies did not disclose financial terms of the deal. Amazon bought Whole Foods. They're in the food business. Now they're getting into the healthcare business. You tell me if that concerns you. 
I mean, if not, it's cool. But me personally, I'm a little concerned. Things are shaping up to be a you know a whole new world, a different a different world than what we're used to. I wanted to say something. I wanted to say something. I got something. What else do I want to say? Okay, this is what I wanted to say before we jump into this show. Um, I got this from the SEC. SEC warns investors about phony certificates of deposit. The SEC's um, Office of Investor Education and Advocacy is issuing the investor alert to warn investors about phony certificates of deposit, or CDs, promoted through internet advertising and spoofed websites. Websites that mimic the actual sites of legitimate legitimate financial institutions. Investors should be extremely cautious when purchasing CDs from sites found only through internet searches. Spoof websites, often using URL addresses similar to those of legitimate firms or using legitimate sounding names and URLs may be used to trick investors into buying bogus CDs. Spoof websites selling fake CDs often have red flags of fraud. So y'all be careful when y'all buying CDs. Y'all here trying to get these, you know, these public investment instruments. And all of a sudden, booyaka shot. Get, get scammed by that dude from India. You know what I'm saying? And last but not least, man, this is for, you know, everybody, really. You know, whether, you know, whether or not you think it is, I, you know, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this, this can, this can, uh, you know, definitely be relevant. For every single listener So y'all got You know we all have elderly in our communities We have elderly in our families And um, the FTC Just sent a report to Congress called Protecting Older Consumers 2018-2019 The report suggests steps to take To help older consumers from fraud But the evidence also shows A thing or two everyone else can learn from them Older adults were the least likely Of any age group to report losing money To scams Y'all know that? That's older adults. Because they're embarrassed. The overwhelming majority of fraud reports filed with the FTC Consumer Sentinel Network by people 60 plus didn't indicate any monetary loss. What's more, consumers in that age group spotted fraud and reported it before losing any money at nearly twice the rate of people um, 20 to 59. What that tells us, even if they were able to spot scams before losing money, older consumers have headed, heeded the law enforcement call to report fraud. Consumers of all ages can follow their example by reporting their scam stories at ftc.gov forward slash complaint. But when older consumers experienced consumer fraud, the reported financial losses were greater than what younger people reported, which makes sense. You know, most of us elderly to have you know, more of a savings than, you know, some of the younger people compared to 2017 numbers reported median losses among consumers 60 and over increased. And the increase was particularly large for people 80 plus. In addition to the ongoing FTC law enforcement sharing information with older consumers about scams, is still very important. Um, even though older consumers are less likely to report losing money to scams, certain scams are more likely to strike them. For example, older adults were more likely than younger consumers to report losing money on tech support scams, prize scams, sweepstakes and lottery scams, and family and friend impersonation scams. Also, uh, phone scams did the most financial damage, and while gift cards became the payment of choice for scammers, wire transfers still take top spot for total dollars. 
Also, you know, we got you got people calling people, they're getting phone lists and they're calling pretending to be the Internal Revenue Service. So you you know, we all it's all up to us to keep a lookout for our entire community. You know, take care of the children, take care of the elders as well. And in taking care of the elders, man, we gotta, you know, not only check up on them, but also let them know about certain scams, you know, and what's going on, tell them not to answer the phone, tell them you know, if they're if they're saying that these people are the IRS, if they're saying that they're from the phone company, if they're saying so on and so forth, tell them to give you a number so they can call you back. And a lot of times you can, you know, really spot scams by saying, all right, well, I need a number. I'll call you right back. And, you know, they get weird. So with that being said, that's current events, y'all. I love you. So moving forward. The foundation on private. Now what? Part four. Business trust. I know you're sad. Current events is over. You're weeping. But let's get into the show. <clears throat> so, this is what I want to get to real quick. Before I, you know, before I get on, you know, into the nitty gritty. I wanted to talk about distinctions. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so let's get into some distinctions. Um, so, we're going to make a distinction between trust. Now, some of y'all, you know, know that no there's certain a certain system of trust that certain individuals use you know and then some of y'all may have some different understandings i'm not really going to get into that today what i'm going to get into today is a distinct purpose and intent of a specific entity and you know i know a lot of y'all are in the trust you're looking to go private i know a lot of y'all be maybe having financial issues and whatnot and I also know a lot of y'all think you're really smart. Hands down. I'm just going to keep it real. A lot of y'all think you're really smart. And that you can figure it out. And you got this. Let me tell you something. Trust been here for over 800 years, man. Trust been around for over 800 years, man. Trust law is crazy. These laws is crazy. When it comes to trust law. There's things going down that you have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just going to let you know. Unless you have some specific private training, you know, you're not going to get the full extent of what you need to administer a trust, a private trust properly in the public. Google searching and listening to podcasts and all this other stuff. It's not going to happen. I don't care how smart you are, how dope you think, how, how, how ill your comprehension skills are. It's just not going to happen. I'm telling you. And, you know, maybe I'm poking at your ego so you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? I'm smarter than you. You don't know me. You don't know me. I know how it is, and I don't really care. I'm just letting you know because I said it. And if you got a problem with it, push one on your on your you know on your keypad. You can email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Whatever you know, however you want to do it. But ultimately, unless you get some sort of private education with, or some sort of private, what I say, mentoring. Not only with, you know, how to properly structure a trust, proper intent and purpose of trust, as well as proper administration. You out here, man, you gambling on a roulette and you, you, is, you know, roulette is red and black and you, you, you betting on green, man. And I ain't here to, you know, make anyone feel a certain way with regards to their ego negative or positive I'm here to just 
disseminate information according to the trust contract known as the foundation trust me fiduciary responsibility is what I'm doing right now I'm under contract but what I'm going to tell you is if you're looking for trustee training email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com holler at me you know closed mouth don't get fed We're not going to strike a deal if you don't counter-offer a deal. And with that being said, you know, don't disrespect yourself and don't disrespect me. But ultimately, you know, there's over 80 different types of trust, man. Lady, woman, they, them, whatever, I'm saying. Over 80 different types of trust. If any one person tells you that they know them all, they're lying to you, you should move around. Move around. Real quickly, get little, go midget, you know what I'm saying? Just dip because trust and trust law is very complex. And even when you get into the trust law, there are specific trust attorneys who focus on asset trust, focus on spendthrift trusts, focus focus on remainder trust or living trusts. So trust law is, is really crucial. And I'm, I'm going to tell you all some gems off top when we get into this because I want you all to know. And really, I like to step on toes. There's people out here step, send, selling, um, excuse me, there's people out here selling the 12-step method to go private or 12 steps and, you know, get your 9-8 trust with the Rule 220 attached to it with, you know what I'm saying, the 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 straw dance and Michael Jordan sneakers, the retros, all in one. And a lot of that stuff is regurgitated. A lot of people are just seeing a situation, someone disseminating certain type of information in a certain way, and all they do is emulate or copy the 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 program that they went through and then turn around and they try to, you know, sell it like the person did because I can do what they did. I can do what they're doing. They're not better than me not really willing to check their ego and sit down and really ascertain a true picture of what all went into this person's ability to do what they're doing. Everybody wants to discredit each other. And really it's because your ego is small and it's so small that anything that touches it, it starts to crack. So in order to level the playing field, we just got to talk mess about each other. And really it's typically bad and it's too bad. And I don't like to get involved in that stuff. Like, Really? But it is what it is, and that's what happens. And there's other factors and contingencies that go along with it. But bottom line is is that there's 12 steps go private out here. There's 12 steps. Um, get your 9-8 get your number trust. Get your foreign. I mean, it, there's a lot of that stuff, man. And I, I want y'all to be able to discern between some 12-step stuff and some real stuff. And that's that's really what it is. And I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. I don't get legal advice. I don't give tax advice. People want to ask me about taxes. I get really weird. A, because your situation is not my situation. Your trust indenture is not the trust indenture that I'm administering. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the estate that you're dealing with is a different estate that I'm dealing with. I don't know your specific situation. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not qualified to give tax advice or legal advice, so I just don't do it. What I do do is speak on information and knowledge that I've acquired over time or through, you know, different mentors and try to bring it to y'all in a, in a manner to where it's easy to digest 
At the same time, it puts you on a level to where you can spot the BS. You're not going to run out and listen to a year or two of the foundation and then suddenly be a trust master. It's not going to happen. I don't care how many times you listen to any of these podcasts out here or these shows or these calls or whatever, these programs, whatever you call them. It doesn't matter. So I like to step on toes, but I also like to let you know, you know, if I'm saying this in the public, what am I saying in the private? It's crazy. And some people catch that. They'd be like, man, you dropping it in the public. And I had to talk to you in the private, man. It was good. Some people catch it. Some people don't, but it is what it is. So moving forward, let's jump into this, man. Business trust. You know, like I said, there's over 80 different types of trust. When you get into a type of trust, you know, you're really talking about the intent and purpose of the trust. And that is going to be described in the trust indenture in further detail, if necessary, within, you know, minutes or resolutions of the board. What I want to jump on is, you know, there's different ways to do business, you know, or let me be more specific. There's different means by which one can uh, interact in a commercial capacity in the commercial world realm and, you know, uh, make profits or generate income or however you want to look at it. But if you go to the IRS website, you know, or you jump on Google and you do a Google search, different types of entities to start a business or start a business or anything like that, you're going to come across a lot of different options. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't come across like uh, LLC. You're going to come across a corporation. You're going to come across a sole proprietor. You know, you're going to come across a partnership. Um, you're going to come across a sole. They're going to have all these different types of, you know, um, entities, you know, um, what is what? How do they phrase it? Uh, common entities or something like that. They use some like really you know kind of cool language to kind of be cool and slick and make try to make you make the the you know mental connection that these are the only entities available, but they're not. That's number one. I just want to let y'all know that. And most of y'all who are listening to this or checking this out, whether live or not, understand that. But there's reasons why they don't speak about that. Um, And I just want to talk about a couple of the reasons why they don't speak about any other type of, you know, um, entity uh, outside of those entities. A, um, and and real real quick, you know, the the Internal Revenue Service or, you know, anyone within, you know, the United States is not going to come out and, hey, and say, hey, these these are the types of structures you use to mitigate taxes. Uh, the Internal Revenue Services, uh, their job is to collect taxes. It's revenue for them, internal revenue, you know, internally within the United States. And we need to understand that, you know, no one's going to come up and really put you on the game. You know, you're not going to be walking down the street and say, hey, man, you look cool, man. Check this out. I'm going to put you on some game, baby. It's not really going to happen. Typically, it's not going to happen. Sorry to tell you, but it is what it is, you know, right? You got to, you got to find it. You got to get it. And that's what you're doing right now. You're trying to find it. You're trying to get it. The basis for the terminology common law trust in this connection is not the type of trust. I'm sorry. It's not that this type of trust is a creature of the common law. So it's not a creature of the common law. It's not a common law trust. 
as distinguished from equity, but that the business trust is created under the common law of contracts and does not depend upon any statute of the state. Maybe that's why that might be a reason why, you know, they're not telling, they're not telling, they're not telling us about this. This is in Brown versus Donald. Um, 216SW2D679. 216SW2D679. If you want to look that up, you want to look that up, man. Don't believe me. I wouldn't believe me. You know, I could be, man, some high level finesse. There's a lot of them high level finessers out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, or one of the objectives of a business trust is to obtain for the associates most of the advantages of corporations without the authority of any legislative act and with the freedom from the restrictions and regulations generally imposed by law upon corporations. That's crazy. Or how about it has been held that public policy is not offended by permitting a business to be carried on by trustees who limit their liability to the trust estate, nor under the prevailing view do statutes authorizing limited liability partnerships and corporation by implication prohibit the creation of other types of organizations, such as business trusts enjoying similar immunity by virtue of the common law. So I want to create a distinction real quick that, you know, there are trusts and there's business trusts. There's two separate uh, distinct bodies of law to treat business trust versus trusts. Now, distinctions with business trust. Let's just go. It has a business purpose and a business intent. I want to speak first and foremost with regards to the minimum context. Now, if you're smart, you want to reduce the number of minimum contacts with regards to your private estate. I'm going to say it again. You want to reduce the amount of minimum contacts with regards to your private estate. Now, look at your private estate as like, you know, credit. And you don't want to use 100% of the credit, which means you don't want 100% of your state to have minimum contacts, i.e., you don't want each trust within the estate to have some sort of minimum contact with the public. You want to limit the contact with the public with regards to, minim- to the, you know, the uh, the estate in minimum contacts. So, with in regards to that, maybe you have a trust or two that only have minimum contacts, but minimum contacts include a bank account. Use of Federal Reserve notes or currency, um, vehicle titles, so if you have vehicles or property titled in the name of the trust, that would be considered a minimum contact. Now, there are ways to rebut the presumption of a minimum contact in these specific ways, but I'm not going to get into that here. But I do want to say that, you know, a lot of times... um, when you're looking to structure your private estate, you want to get with someone who understands uh, how minimum contacts work work, and how to minimize the exposure of the overall state to minimum contacts. And you can hit us up at minimumcontactsfoundation.com. How at the trustee training. You will learn a bunch of stuff. You'll learn more than you need to in trustee training. Please believe um, under promise 
over deliver. So we got um, individual or sole proprietorship, one entity to do business, governed by legislation. You got a C corporation, S corporation, governed by legislation, created by legislation. You got partnership, limited partnerships in general or general partnerships, governed by legislation. LLCs Govern by legislation But When we're dealing with trust We're dealing with an entity that is not If you do it correctly Is not governed by Legislation Now look There's a lot of stuff out here With regards to peer trusts At common law and peer trusts at equity and a lot of people think it's the same it's not the same it's not the same it's not the same in my opinion when it comes to equity jurisdiction or equity regardless um, I think that is an inferior position to be when you're dealing with a trust equity is a legal system developed in England during the 7th century when the crown converted to Christianity the king established a new court system whose leadership, the chancellor, was also the lead of the Church of England. Therefore, it is in every consideration an ecclesiastical court where the judges or chancellors try matters of conscience. Many of its terms, for example, are religious in nature, prayer for relief, invoking equity, even the term chancellor being corrupted from its original uh, was spelled today as cancellor. One who cancels sins. As the head of the church in England, he had the power to remit sins. Courts of equity have jurisdiction over all statutory trusts. I'm going to say that again. Courts courts of equity have jurisdiction over all statutory trusts. I'm not interested in dealing with a trust that's dealing in equity that is, is governed by the same jurisdictional courts that govern statutory trusts um, in England and her colonies the two courts the courts of law and the courts of equity were merged so that today's judge is both a chancellor a chancellor of sins and a judge the United States followed suit in the 1920s in only a few of the commonwealth states is law and equity still practiced separately unless one knows the difference he may easily take his claim to a t- chancellor rather than to a judge Chancellors have the power to interpret matters of conscience as might a priest. Judges, on the other hand, only referee the parties interpret the law. Pay attention. Chancellors interpreting matters of conscience in today's moral climate gives um, rise to personal bias. If you don't believe it, look it up. A court and a judge which have equitable powers Uh, may not be the best place for your entity. Peer trust and 99% of the other so-called common law trusts will invoke equity jurisdiction even though there never needed to be any. Therefore, the judge is given the power to interpret the spiritual aspects of a peer trust. And with today's moral climate being what it is, surely wouldn't write a contract and then permit equity to interpret it. 
Common law trust organizations prevent that. That is something 99% of the rest of the so-called gurus or practitioners haven't even thought about further because it's so easy to set into uh, step into the arena by accidentally invoking equity somewhere or some other way. It should be very, very critical that you stay on top of your endeavors. The most important landmark case handed down by the United States Supreme Court concerning common law trusts is Hale versus Hankel, 201 U.S. 43. It has been used since 1906 more than 1,600 times in the Supreme Court. On the persuasive side in Hale versus Hankel, it was the United States Supreme Court which was speaking the law of the land. Quote, the individual may stand upon his constitutional rights as a citizen. He is entitled to carry on his private business in his own way. His power to contract is unlimited. He owes no duty to the state or to his neighbors to divulge his business or to open his doors to an investigation. So far as it may tend to incriminate him, he owes no duty to the state since he receives nothing therefrom beyond the protection of his life and liberty. His rights are as such existed by the law of the land, long antecedent to the organization of the state, and can only be taken away from him by due process of law in accordance with the Constitution. Your common, your right to contract is unlimited. Moving forward, a trust organization consisting of the U.S. constitutional right of contract cannot be abridged. The the agreement when executed becomes a federal organization and not under the laws passed by any of the several legislatures. That is Crocker versus Mac Cloy, M-A-C-C-L-O-I, 649 U.S. S-U-P-P 39 at A-T 270. Statutory law binds the procedural structure and creates entities that arise out of privileges derived only from the state. Federal and state law, federal, state, and local statutory and regulatory authority is created by corporate United States or state constitutional mandate or the charter of a municipality to regulate the government and create the guidelines for the government's limitations with regard to the protected civil rights of private citizens. And remember, when I'm talking about minimum contacts, anyone or entity who partakes of the benefits or privileges of a given statute or anyone who even places himself into a position where he may avail himself of those benefits at will cannot reach constitutional grounds to redress grievances in courts against the given statute. This is Ashwandar versus TVA 287 us 2856 SCT 466. And this is what we know as the Ashwander Doctrine. You know, those of us who be out here doing that dance. What I want to put forth is, you know, um, a business trust 
is an entity by which individuals may combine their resources to administer or operate a business for profit. A business trust is created um, when one or more individuals convey, transfer, or exchange legal title to assets to trustees. And the trustees go out and do that dance. Uh, a business trust, or what we know as the Massachusetts trust, or what some of us know as a complex trust, essentially also known as a common law trust, or complex trust, is essentially a contractual business organization cast in the form of a trust. It is said to have originated in Massachusetts to circumvent a prohibition in the state against the organization of corporations to deal in real estate. Modern cases support the view that a business trust is an unincorporated business organization created by an instrument by which property is to be held and managed by trustees for the benefit and profit of such persons as may be or become the holders of transferable certificates evidence in the beneficial interest in the trust estate. Having an economic reality along with a business interest, it is common known as a business trust and because it finds its basis in the law of contract and does not depend upon any statute for its existence, it is sometimes called a common law trust. It may be stated as a general uh, proposition that any one competent to contract may make such disposition of the legal title to his or her property as he or she pleases, may annex such conditions and limitations to its enjoyment as he or she chooses, and may vest it in trustees for the purpose of carrying out his or her intentions. He or she has the same power to create trust as he or she has to alienate legal title to property. These organizations originated because of the hostility of some states towards corporations and due to the desire of those organizations the same to secure some of the advantages that would be secured by incorporating without incurring the burdens and restrictions resulting therefrom. A business tr- first, check this out. Ne- look, necessary characteristics of a business trust. First, a business trust must be a non-grantor trust formed under the common law and constitutional right of contract. Article one, section ten, in part states no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contract. So a non-grantor trust. What is a grantor trust? Frankly speaking, a grantor trust is where the grantor creates the trust and then becomes a trustee. Um, look it up, though. Do your research, man. I, you know, I could be crazy and staying insane and off my meds today. Don't take my word for it. Second, in order to have a valid contract, there must be a valid offer and acceptance of valuable consideration. Two or more parties involved, parties of legal age and competent understanding, and a termination date. Third, 
There can be no division of ownership in the trust assets. A lot of people are like, oh, the the title is bifurcated. The legal title being held by the trustees and the equitable title being held by the beneficiaries. You just say equitable title. You just you just call it an equity. Do you understand? In order to achieve all of the desired benefits, all evidences of ownership, both legal and equitable, must reside in the trustee. This form of absolute ownership by the trustee is referred to as fee simple absolute. This kind of allodial ownership enables the trustee to manage and dispose of the trust assets in whatever manner he may wish in keeping with the terms specified in the trust document. Furthermore, the trust must be under the administration of an independent third-party trustee. The trust is irrevocable. It is managed by the trustee who may appoint officers or agents. Fourth, the business trust, like all trusts, must have beneficiaries. Some companies selling unincorporated business organizations, some trust gurus, some of these fools, try to tell you that their trusts have something else. Mm, units of certificates of interest are still units of certificates of interest no matter what you call them therefore the receiver of any distribution of a trust is a holder of at least one unit of interest or a fractional part thereof always always fifth the trust must avoid those corporate attributes which would cause it to be treated and taxed like a corporation under statutory provisions regulating corporations check this out a lot of people jump out here and they think they're smart or they, they caught the wrong guru and gave them everything. So it must be real, right? And they jump out here and they be uh, doing their trust damn, trust them private for years. Years. And the IRS comes through and pops an audit off and goes back all of those years and says, hey, you were filing a 1041 trust return, but the organization was operating more closely like an association. Therefore, it was taxed as an association. And because you didn't pay the associated tax associated with your operation of an association, <laughs> there are taxes associated with that association. <laughs> From the inception of this so-called trust. You don't want to be in one of those positions. Most trust gurus won't tell you that. They're for fear of you won't complete the sale. Luckily, I'm not a salesman. I'm a trustee. I'm a contractor. I offer and I accept and perform or provide consideration. I'm not out here selling nothing. So I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to let y'all know. There's people out here that operate, feel like that they're doing trust dances for years. Yeah, I'm out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing my dance. Mm-hmm. I'm private. I'm smart. I figured it out on my own. Yeah, yeah. And then here come the Internal Revenue Service showing you the badges, all these different letters, these different people showing up, maybe showing up at your business, showing up at your hot man look. You can't get a hold of your guru, can you? 
Now you call him Soap. And Soap's like, look, man, I can't help you with that, man. I can't help you with trustee training. And you're like, oh, that's not what I'm looking for. It is what you're looking for. It's what you were looking for all them years ago, too. But do your dance, man. Four corporation attributes are, one, centralized management. Two, continuity of life. Three, limited personal liability of trustees. And four, easy transferability of beneficial interest in trust. If the trust possesses any three of these attributes, it will be treated as a corporation. As long as a business trust established to operate a business does not have the three attributes of a corporation, it will not be treated or taxed like a corporation. In general terms, a business trust will provide benefits and flexibility not available with other forms of business organization. As a result, you may want to consider understanding, truly understanding these types of contracts cast in the form of trust. Um, man, what else do I want to say, man? We're starting to run out of time, man. Let me look at my notes. Let me look at my notes. Um, one of the main benefits that people use a business trust for is for um, raising capital without having to register with the SEC. So, you know, you can offer investors um, certificates of beneficial interest because it's a private contractual entity and not government SEC and any other type of legislation. So it can do definitely do you know private offerings. There are a lot of stipulations with that. But, you know, um, and you know basically you you know let's say just by happenstance you got a, you know a trust um, that has been assigned a real estate property that you know generates income and has um, equity in it. Um, you can put together. Uh, a trust document or a prospectus showing that you know you y'all gonna pull out the equity you're gonna get this money and then um, from investors and then you're gonna put the equity and then you're gonna make this business move buy another you know maybe buy a, a fourplex or a ten unit apartment building and then generate a certain profit on that investment and then they can cash out at a certain time with a certain amount of profit or you know however you want to. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'll be completely, completely lying to y'all. You might want to, you know, hey, you never know. I, but it is used all the time. And then you hear about REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust. What do you think that is? It's a trust. It really is. Um, tax management. A properly designed and operated business trust can provide the ability to control, manage, and perhaps limit both the state tax and current tax liabilities. It's also recommended as a caveat to read and understand title, the entire title of the Title 26 United Code so that false misleading information is not circulated to anybody Preserve their state. Preserve effect. 
Um, for example, Social Security Handbook states a beneficiary of a trust which operates a trader business is not engaged in a trader business because the trust rather than a beneficiary is, in, in, is engaged in the activity. This means that a trust beneficiary or holder of capital units who receives passive income as a K-1 distribution rather than W-2 wages will realize um, a tax savings on self-employment taxes and a tax saving on corporate taxes. Since many business operators pay out more in personal Social Security tax than in personal withholding, this can constitute a significant savings. Furthermore, a properly designed, operated business trust is not subject to corporate tax on dividends. According to the Internal Revenue Code, a trust that distributes all of its income each year to its beneficiaries is allowed to treat such distribution as a deduction to the trust, resulting in no taxable income to the trust. The beneficiaries will be required to declare the income as a taxable income on their own personal returns. If the income of trust is not distributed, then the trust is required to pay taxes at 39.6%, which scares a lot of people. They'd be like, what? 39.6%? What? This provides a significant advantage over corporate structure. Simple contractual business trusts are required to pass all income to the beneficiaries every year. Um, I'm reading from this document, a comprehensive introduction to the unincorporated business organization. If y'all want to get your hands on this document, email admin at welcome to the foundation.com and just, you know, throw in comprehensive document. Just put that, you ain't even got to say nothing to me. I know y'all too, y'all too good for me anyways. I'm just playing. I love y'all. But no, just, you, you know, for, for time purposes, just throw in, you know, comprehensive document. Put in comprehensive. If you just throw in document from the show, I ain't gonna know what you're talking about. Sorry. I ain't gonna know what you're talking about. So throw in there, comprehensive document, and I'll email it to you. For the free, not for the fee. That's how I'm getting down out here. So with that being said, you know, uh, let me see what we got. Like, man, we got seven minutes left in the broadcast. What am I gonna do? What are we doing? What are we doing? Alright, I'll take a phone call or two And then I'm going to get up out of here Yo, I prepped Hella for this show I gave it to y'all, I hope y'all appreciate it I hope y'all um, You know, email me admin At welcometothefoundation.com if you're interested In jumping into trusty training I suggest it you know, You're setting up an entity that's going to be Multi-generational You might want to get all the information you possibly can While you can My brothers and sisters But, you know, or you can do that ego dance and think you got it. And then, you know, potentially, highly potentially pay serious consequences later or not even you, your successors. They inherit these problems that you didn't even know existed, so they weren't even prepared for. It's crazy. I'm going to jump into the phone lines. Yo, we got like five minutes left in the broadcast. I'll stream a little bit, probably. Better call in 424-222-5250. Otherwise, you cut off. You cut off. 929-4056. Peace. 
What's your name? Where are you calling from? Peace. Peace, my brother, Saul Al. This is Sister Yvette. Peace, kings and queens. Peace, all the communities. My brother, that was excellent, excellent teaching tonight. I am so proud of you because you told the communities, you told all those out there what's really going on. The thing about it is we need the trustee training. Yeah, you're going to get the gurus out here, and and they out here. They are definitely out here because they send me emails all the time, and I just laugh. You know, you you want to fleece my people, you want to jerk them, you want to string them along, because, yeah, you're going to get a couple of thousands from maybe a little hundred, two, three hundred of us. Yeah, you won't, you're going to fleece us. You're going to string us along. You're going to put all these PDFs up and sell them for all these hundreds or thousands of dollars. And if my people don't know, they're going to say, yeah, I'm doing my dance. I, I got it. I got it. No, you don't. You all don't have it. Because the thing about it is they're going to sell you these documents, and you're going to think you're doing your dance. You're going to be doing the dance, but it ain't going to be out here in the real world. You're going to be behind them prison bars messing with these folks. Because when they all go on, they're not going to answer your phone calls. They're not going to answer your emails. They're not going to get back to you. And some of them will even change their websites or their phone numbers. So y'all sitting there thinking you're doing your dance, you ain't really doing your dance. What you all need to do is get into this trustee training, get all that information, and study for yourself. Because at the end of the day, God forbid my brother go, y'all going to be in trouble. Because they got some real wolves out here, and they're not playing. Some of them looking at their luxury cars and their luxury mansions, and they ain't got you in that picture. So kings and queens, y'all need to get your trustee training in. And to all the new trustees, we love and applaud all the beginners. I am so proud of all of y'all that invested in your education. You could not have done anything better than what you did. I am so proud of you all. Study, get your your heads right so you could do the real dance. And when you get over that wall, make sure you pull some of your brothers and sisters. And another thing, surround yourself with positive people. You don't need nobody bringing you down. You don't need nobody hindering your dance or putting no stumbling blocks in your way. And because you in trustee training, don't make anybody feel less than. Nobody's smarter than anybody. I've been in trustee training for a minute, and I'm still studying. That does not mean I'm stupid. That means I'm going to make sure I get it right. Kings and queens, communities, invest in your private education. And another thing, kings and queens, when he said admin at welcome to the foundation, that's what he means. Don't ask certain questions on the public airways. I keep reminding you all because we have people that are ruses that come to sit in amongst us, and they just laying for us. And they know what we're doing. That's why everything is getting locked down. That's why we say admin and welcome to the foundation. Kings, queens, communities, Invest in your private education. My brother in the private, I pray all is well with you and the family. Peace to the gods. Peace, communities. 
appreciate you, sister. I really do. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for them kind words. And you, she's right. She's right. Telling the truth. 718-8092. Sister, I really, I really appreciate that, though. I appreciate you coming, too. 718-8092. Peace. Which name are you calling from? All right, peace, so L. This is me, Daryl. I'll call from New York. Hey, so L, hey. I saw something on TV. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. I saw something. They got this new Monopoly game out, um, How to Cheat. Um, I saw it. I don't know if it's, like, new, but I was like, wow, they got a, a new Monopoly game out um, that tells how to cheat. This game is about cheating. Did you hear about that? Oh. No, I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking at it online right now, but um, it's Monopoly Cheaters Edition by Hasbro. Yeah, from uh, it's 2018, but yeah, Cheaters Edition by Hasbro. Hmm. Wow, yeah. it's amazing, you know. Yeah. It's amazing. They're telling people how to, um, you know, um, cheat. You know. I know you're going to take another call um, that we'll talk later, okay? Stay strong and live long, man. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you soon. You know, some, yeah, sometimes you tell me, like, yo, you hate to see people, and I'm one of the ones to go to pain, but I brush it off, so I was wondering if that's me. <laughs> I hate to work. I said, I said, I, I said, I'm one. You know, a lot of people we don't like to um, go to the doctors and everything. And um, you know, one one time you were talking about, you know, sometimes, um, you know, people, um, you know, we don't get our stuff together, you know, and it's sad that, you know, we don't get our stuff together. And um, you know, um, you know, I just feel like sometimes I brush off a little pain, and then sometimes it turns into something bigger, you know. So you know, I just, you know, it's just a funny thing, you know. You know, some yeah, people you see something care. wrong, and you know, I I know I know. Yeah. Some people take care so, of their physical possessions more yeah. than they take care of themselves. Yeah. I've seen people take care of their cars more than they take care of themselves. Yeah, like doctors take care of people, but they don't take care of themselves. You know, I'm doing my best I not to be one of them. You know, I homies got the most expensive rims with the Pirelli tires, and they be rubbing their leather inside their car when they need the Cheetos. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not even around to take care of it because they never took care of themselves. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Real words, huh? I'm looking I'm looking to not be one of them. You know? Hey, listen, um, I'll catch up with you later. I'm gonna let you take the next caller. Peace and love, man. I appreciate you coming, man. Have a great week. Peace and love. Are right, you too? Let me jump down here a little bit. 602-9705. Peace. Which name are you calling from? Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Coach? How you, how you doing over there, Coach? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing well, but uh, <laughs> I'm coming to you live from under a greasy old truck right now. Still listening in. <laughs> oh yeah. That number love. That's good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> trying to Thank stay, you. I appreciate trying it. to keep it cracking. You know, we got a little <laughs> one on the way. We got a little one on the way. We're just trying to make it happen until it gets here. I uh, just want to want to show some love, man. 
Once again, let you know how much we miss you, bro. We really do. Me and the whole family, we, we, we love nothing but listening to uh, the truth from you and all the other brothers and sisters we got to share with, you know, within the heart, within the experiences. You know, they don't need to share each other's experiences. So, um, man, things, uh, things are going well. You know, just want to report we're getting ready to start the next journey um, in agriculture. You know, uh, we're trying to do that mountain man thing you was talking about, growing our own food, you know, getting our own lot, you know, snapping, snapping the ground, getting okay. clean water, things like that. Um, okay. In the, in the area of aquaponics, because we found um, all the research, you know, maybe some of y'all want to think about this. We're trying to also manufacture um, what's called aquaponics system. It's the same thing as hydroponics. Um, hydroponics is growing plants without soil. And um, all the places that we tried to find for property, uh, when testing the soil, it's amazing how every farmland, everywhere, just about anywhere that you find is, is, is got some sort of toxicity at one, of one level or another, an arsenic. Um, you know, things have just gotten raped over the, over the years from fertilizers and pesticides and things like that. So we chose to use a type of farming called aquaponics, which is, um, soilless farming and using fish uh, to help fertilize the plants being the highest quality and nutritious that we could find as well as um, feeding the plants back to the fish and um, so this endeavors you know looking beautiful and uh, we want to be able to bring little small hobby kits or whatever to people so you can put in your living room your kitchen your balcony if you got an apartment something like that so we could all grow fresh vegetables on a regular so um, we just want to share a little bit of that with you, man. Thank you. Let you know we appreciate you. And um, okay, you and got a website. Are you are you selling those uh, or no, what? Man. You got a website? No, no, we working. We working on different, um, you know, just manufacturing small, uh, small little kits so far, so we can figure out when uh, when we are through our little prototype series when we start manufacturing. Uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely link up so we can let everybody in the community know what's so. up. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And um, and uh, a little bit more of my experience on the trustee for any of y'all listening. Uh, been a faithful listener for man, I don't know, it feels like a decade already. Um, <laughs> a minute. And um, you know, from way back from before foundation and all that good stuff. Um, spent some good time with Yusef. He took care of us. Took us took care of us in a couple pinches and uh, <laughs> things like that. So um, for all my people listening, I just hope to do nothing more than encourage y'all, especially under this grease yellow truck. We we work on semi-trucks, and, you know, I still put my hand on my back to labor in ways that I, I still would not prefer. Um, having known trustee training, um, accomplished in some areas and not accomplished in some areas, um, one of the best things I could give you, give you all is the process is something that can be miraculous to us all, similar to, I don't know, like a brother of mine, he was, he's a veteran. He lost a leg. And when he got his, when he got his new leg, he, he became a new man. And, you know, I have not accomplished everything that I wanted in the trustee and the trustee fashion and in, and in the business sense so far, because I've been blessed in the areas of been able to maintain where we're at um, for quite a few seasons now we're going to step to the next level, and the next level requires uh, getting back into trustee training so that we can um, so that we can really brush up on what we've done and really fine tune it. Because 
I know for a fact I, I should not be, eh, you know, I'm not, I'm not in no regrets, but I should not be up underneath these type of trucks because this process um, is like me having that other half a leg that's still missing. And um, it can be tough when you are missing a member. And uh, from knowing from my experience and have my hands in it a little here, a little there, but not a hundred, hundred percent. Y'all, this is a process that really can be trusted for the longevity of your life. I've seen the fruit of it. I've tasted it still in now. Um, it's helped me step out from an employee, uh, changing my uh, W-2s to a 1099, 1099 independent contractor many years ago, which gave me the encouraging and the financial means to help start the different incorporations that we started to get us where we're at so that we can do we can make the income in 10, 15 hours that we was doing in 50, 60 hours, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. For me, nothing more. It gives me nothing more than the time to be able to spend with my children, man. The most beautiful thing I ever, I never knew, you know, my daddy told me don't work and break your back like I'm doing now. But uh, <laughs> I now know that there's a better way. We've gotten a taste of it, but the next step is going to help get us uh, to a level of freedom. We're going to stay in this industry because we're already planted and rooted. Um, and we're going to get the rest of our processes finished up so that the processes can do the work for us instead of us doing the work. Um, even 15 hours of, of this hard labor, 20 hours to me is too much anymore. My body just ain't interested. And, um, you know, for all of us who need to grow up, man, we can, we can still grow. We can still make the move, whether we got whatever, our whole back, setbacks, excuses, pains, trauma, tragedy, or whatever it is, just turn one page at a time. Just read it. It don't matter if it takes you two days to read a page and comprehend it. Ask a question. Google it. Talk to your boy. You know, the, there's more resources, resources that we have in each other than we realize. So please be encouraged from my struggle and my physical pains and my experience to yours, you know, that you guys, there's, there's more than what we've been taught to just labor with our body. You know, we need to labor our mind and put our mind to use because our mind has been held captive, you know, um, by the pirates of the land. So please, y'all, be encouraged. From my family to yours, nothing but love, you know, Sister Yvette. So all y'all brothers and sisters out there, I, I love them more than hearing y'all voices is, is, is so encouraging because we know after being in this process of all these years, this is like, man, looking around, we're feeling like we're in a zombie apocalypse because we are the 1% in a big sense. So please, y'all, just be encouraged. Keep doing your thing so that you can get free. Um, whether you're an employee, do your 1099 thing, and you can stay an employee if you got to stay an employee for a while. Work. Do what you got to do. You know, you don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to do all that glorious stuff. But if you trust in the process, you can help, can help free you to a place that, you know, you've never been before. So I just want to give my encouragement, um, once again, for my struggle and, and, and my aches and pains. Uh, I know it can be done. I have done it, doing it now, and it will be getting even better here in the future. So we're coming up to the next level. So I'll be looking forward to talking to you again, bro, because it's time to – Take some more action in the places that you uh you help point us in in these directions. So, but thanks again, man. Number love from above and all around, man. We all protected. Just you guys got to trust and have a little faith in yourself because that's the greatest guide you'll ever know if you get to know him. True. True. 
I like it. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I, I appreciate you. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the kind words, but more importantly, I appreciate the fact that you said you're going to get back in the trustee train. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's cool. That's correct. That's real cool. You'll be hearing from me. You'll be hearing from me. And we support so, you, brother. Me, my kids, my wife, we all got you, we all got your back, man. So same with the rest of y'all who got your hearts in the right place. Keep, keep on your grind. I'm out. All right, man. Appreciate it. Have a great night. You too, bro. All right, peace. All right, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm I love y'all on on the callers, but you know, man, I'm out of here, man. I did my dance. Uh, look, trustees, if y'all looking for that document, it's going to be in the folder. So if you a trustee, don't email me, man. Documents in the folder. Probably trust books or something. I'll make sure it's there in the next day or so. Everyone else, yeah, email me if you want the document. A comprehensive document. That's all you got to do is put it in, in the title. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You want a consultation, you want to get your business off the ground, you want to set up your business credit. Um, if you want more information on credit profile numbers, if you want more information on how to get some gold, your hands on some gold, if you're interested in trustee training, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. We'll get back to you. Um, welcome to the foundation.com. At the very least, sign up for the email list. But there's a PDF section, and you know, there's a lot of information on there, and you know. Uh, it's pretty cool. It looks dope, I think, you know, personally. Whatever. But <laughs> with that being said, another week, you know, another show. Another, you know, like my guy uh Mellow Bay used to say, another brick in the foundation. I don't know where, where matter of fact, Mellow Bay, where you at, man? Anyways, I do this for y'all. I love y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all checking out the show regularly, you know, religiously. Um just constantly i really appreciate it i love y'all y'all the reason why i do this i just want y'all to be informed i want y'all to be in a better position i want y'all to have more hope i want y'all to be you know more appreciative i want y'all to take more steps maybe take some more risks try that thing that you meant you were meaning to try you know um do it you know whether it's you wanted you wanted to paint something or you wanted to start your business or you know whatever you were looking to do you wanted to go skiing it don't matter to me just live a little, man. I mean, we all got a lot of stuff going on, but, you know, you got to take time to live. And living isn't just thinking about bills, and the next money, and the next dollar that's coming in, you know, what the things that you don't like about your life. Sometimes you just chill, have a good time, you know. Me personally, my life changed when I actually made that mental decision that I had put in enough work and I, I had dealt with enough, enough um, bull crap, basically, and it was my turn to now start having a good life. My life actually changed after I made that decision mentally. So make the decision. Think of all the things that you've been through. All the negativity, negative situations, all the times you got swindled, lied to, just disrespected, let down, disappointed. And put all that up into a basket and weigh it. And don't you think it's time for you to, you know, start enjoying your life? Don't you think you put in enough work? dealt with enough negativity to now have a positive life and now wake up every day, every morning, getting out of bed, looking for that, for what's owed to you. And not, you know, disrespectfully, but are you owed a positive life? Have you, have you lived and dealt with enough negativity 
Is it time for it to turn around? I don't know. That's on you. But, you know, making mental decisions will change your life. Writing it down helps a lot, too. You know, the first law is mentalism. Just so y'all know. At the same time, everything I said, look it up. I, I could be crazy, man. They could have gave me these pills, gave me shock treatment. I walked in here, jumped on the internet, and just started talking. You never know. And I, I really suggest you look up, you know, everything that I be talking about. And I be, you know, read the Supreme Court cases. You're going to learn a lot of stuff, man. It's really interesting. It's like the best, some of the best books and novels are in Supreme Court cases. A lot of that stuff is really dry and boring. But you find some really funny, dope, weird, crazy stuff on those things. But I'm rambling. I love y'all. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Before you go to sleep, I want y'all to think of 10 things that you're thankful for in your life. You know, 10 things that make you happy that, you know, really thankful that whether it's your wife or your husband or your daughter or your son or your mom or your grandma or your health or the fact that you got a job. It might be weak as hell, but you got a job and other people don't. Either way, 10 things. And, um, you know, I'm going to do my dance, do my diligence, do my studies. I'm going to bring you a great show next week um, for the foundation. But I love y'all. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Like I said, show some love, receive some love, and quit tripping in traffic. Calm down. It's not personal. Peace of the God. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.